Welcome to Bar Chat Shorts, a short slice of conversation served from the broader podcast pie. This short is taken from my conversation with Dawn Davies, and in the clip we discuss wine, how to choose it, learn about it, and taste it. Um, I think it's, it's a bit of both. I think the minute you show someone passion, then people get interested. Um, and I remember Sakinda, even back in the days when I was working at Selfridges, I used to get text messages at like 12 o'clock at night. I'm in a restaurant door and this is the wine list. Can you just send me some things that I should have? And I'd be like, yeah, try this, try this, try this. Um, Sakinda's always, always liked wine. You know, I think anyone with a good palate will appreciate anything, you know, if it's good. And I think with Sakinda, it's been kind of me teaching him a lot um, about the wines. Uh, Rajbeard doesn't drink anymore. Um, he's teetotal, but he has the most incredible nose. So there'll be certain products that I kind of will go to Raj and say, you have to smell this. It's also about kind of showing people, you know, it's not just about the cheapest wine. I always say to people, you know, it's worth spending. You know, any wine under five pound is not worth buying because none of that money is going to the producer or very, very little. It's going on packaging, it's going on duty, it's going on shipping. Um, you know, so the liquid in the bottle from seven ninety nine up is where you're going to start finding value. Um, and and I think for me, it's it's just about getting people to experiment, to think outside the box. Uh, poor Craig has been on a mission with me on wine. Um, <laughs> Our new friendship yeah, where we were just like okay i'm like craig try this try this try this and and i think it's just getting people to just taste things well i'm i've been trying some of the bottles that you've been recommending as well so uh because <laughs> he's he's bringing them around <laughs> to my house so. which is great you know and that's what i want you know i want people to get excited about it yeah and, and hopefully there haven't been any really bad ones yet uh, no, it's all been amazing. But yeah, it's, it's about saying to people, you know, like, and I say it to bartenders the same as I say it to sommeliers, you know, why would you sell a substandard wine when you would never think to do it with spirits? And vice versa. Um, and, you know, I, and I know, and wine is hard. You know, wine, I think, is definitely a lot harder to learn. And that's, this is no disrespect to any, anyone in the spirits industry, but wine has so many different vagaries and so many different bits that you have to know. Um, you know, I think spirits for me has been easier to learn in a, in a certain way. I'm not saying it's an easy category to learn, but it's, it's definitely easier than wine. And I think it's it's not having the fear to ask um, and ask for advice and just tell people again. It's listening, you know. And I think you learn people's palates pretty quickly. I know what Sakinda likes now, so I'm just like, okay, try this. Bam. Um, once you kind of get a, a hold on someone's palate then it's fairly easy to recommend and to kind of give them a bit more confidence to go out and, and look for themselves, you know? Uh, even though I do still get text messages from people saying, is this okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or what do you think? But I love that, you know? I like being able to kind of have that. And, I, you know, I've always said to any borrowers out there, if you ever want me to come down and talk about wine, I'm super happy to do it. And I, I won't charge because it's something that... Uh, I think is really important for people to, to know. Besides you, then, where would you recommend as a resource a bartender goes to sort of start their journey on wine? I mean, you know, obviously, depending on market, they may have access to good wine people that they can reach out to directly. But as a more sort of online resource or a book um, or, you know, or a blog, is there any way you'd recommend people go? I mean, I definitely think everyone would benefit from doing the WSET. Um, you know, it's a worldwide qualification now, and I think it's it's such a valuable learning 
space, you know, to start with. It just gives you, it gives you the foundation to understand. And from there you have the confidence. You don't, you know, don't, I mean, level one, unless you really know nothing, but level two and three, definitely for sure, are great, great sort of building blocks for then going out and being able to then understand and learn yourself. Um, Jancis Robinson's Had a Taste book is really, really good. Actually, I think Jancis writes is good. Um, you know, some really sort of good people that do some nice stuff. Tim Atkin does an, uh, a nice blog. Um, Jancis, of course, and her purple pages. So, you know, there's a lot of information out there. I think it's just talking to people. I, the best things I could say to people is if you've got a really good wine shop, go in and start talking to the the staff there because or you know if you have a good restaurant that's, that does wine and there's so many great places nowadays go in and start talking to them because it's by experimentation and by trying things and by like like just tasting that's how you're gonna build your palate and your knowledge and and the one thing uh, um, so people have been asking me recently you know how do you improve your tasting skills write it down write what's in your head don't just talk about it it's very easy to verbalize something but once you start to write it on paper that's when you really start to build the vocabulary you start to really analyze what's in the glass because you're having to commit to something on paper as opposed to just being like oh it tastes like lemons and sort of running through a field of flowers or whatever you know it's i think it's much it's a really strong discipline to write tasting notes on absolutely everything which i do yeah you're absolutely right i mean i for a long time i used to look at um other sort of spirits people who had like moleskin notebooks and stuff and I used to think oh, I really ought to do better at this and then I realized I'd been writing notes on my phone for years tasting and I realized I had all these tasting notes going back years and years and years I just was a bit more digital about things it was a little bit less of that stereotypical um, spirits writer thing uh, like Dave Broom for example you know always got a moleskin out always sort of scribbling I, I am definitely in the Dave Broom camp yeah. <laughs> Whereas uh, I've, I've been uh, writing these, my notes folders on my um, on my phone is like gigabytes in uh, in text, you know. You know, there's a few images thrown in there, but um, there's a lot of notes written down. And you're, you're so right, though. Um, I think one of the best ways to learn is is to write down. That's why they make you do that at school, right? Um, constantly dictating to you because it hammers it into your brain. Um, and it is it's after years and years of doing it, it's so joyful to have something to reference back to and say, oh, yeah, I remember, I remember having that. If you enjoyed that little taster, be sure to check out the full episode if you haven't already. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Diageo Bar Academy newsletter to keep up to date with all the goings-on on this podcast and much more besides. Until next time. <laughs>